Hello, and welcome to Health Hacks with Dr. Laura, a mini episode of the Well Women podcast coming to you bi-weekly in order to help you hack your life. Hello, and welcome to this week's Health Hacks with Dr. Laura. I am your host, Dr. Laura. Today, I just wanted to take a short episode to talk about something that I've been seeing in the last few months in the news and just to clarify a few things. So I'm talking all about marijuana and the effect on men's health, so specifically testosterone and sperm quality as it relates to fertility. And so it was interesting because I actually had a recent article show up in my mailbox and it was about uh, to marijuana use and men who used in who used marijuana were actually shown to have higher levels of testosterone and so this article basically made it seem like if you are actually trying to get pregnant that would be a good thing is to have more marijuana in your system and and you would make those conclusions from looking at the results of that recent study so I, I wanted to actually go into the study and look at what actually was found because there's a difference between looking at a study summary that is put on the news for a catchy headline and what actually happened in the research and what their conclusions actually were. So I wanted to dive in and take a look at that and really explain what the findings were with respect to that. And because now marijuana is legal, there is a lot more frequent use, a lot more open use. And for a lot of my patients who are trying to get pregnant, this is some really great information that I think that would be useful to them. Um, when your husband calls you and says, hey honey, uh, this recent article that I saw on the news or heard on the radio says that marijuana use is actually good for my sperm. And you can actually say, well, listen to this episode, which may say otherwise. Okay, so let's just jump right in. Um, first of all, this study, like I had said, kind of was these big headlines of marijuana increases testosterone. So I want to dive into what they actually did in the study, who they actually looked at, and what the findings were and what their conclusions were. And now, um, basically, it was 662 subfertile men at a fertility center. So a lot of this research, when they do it, is going to be on men who are in fertility treatments. Otherwise, I mean, unless they get volunteers, they're not usually doing this research on healthy men. And so what they did with these men is they had their use of marijuana self-reported. So they didn't say, okay, you smoke this marijuana and then in X amount of time, we'll measure your sperm quality and your hormones without changing anything. They basically had these men come in and they said, okay, here's a questionnaire, fill out the questionnaire and give us your frequency of use. So they had basically these men fill out these questionnaires and they put them into categories. The categories were men who had ever smoked marijuana. And then there was men who, um, it basically looked at the timeline if they smoked marijuana in the last X amount of years when they started or those who started later or those who didn't smoke at all. So the synopsis was that they concluded men who had ever smoked marijuana had significantly higher sperm concentration than men who had never smoked marijuana. They also said that a similar pattern was found with testosterone. So 
I'm going to kind of break this down a little bit. So men reporting in the self-administered questionnaire, you can see why there can be flaws in that in general. And we can't really knock that in terms of the study because a lot of studies do things that way. They basically have people fill out questionnaires. How often did you do this? And then they look at an outcome and they say, okay, based on these people who did this or reported doing this, this was their outcome and this is the conclusions that we're making. So that's fine. They basically reported if they'd ever smoked marijuana, which is more than two joints or the equivalent amount of marijuana in their lifetime, and if they were current marijuana smokers. So they were asked if they ever quit, for how many years, um, the age of starting to smoke, the last time they smoked, and the total duration of marijuana smoking. And so in the analysis, they found increased marijuana smoking was associated with significantly higher testosterone, higher sperm concentration. But in addition, they found that a later age of initiation of smoking, so those who started smoking later, was associated with a lower sperm count. Then they found that each additional year since they last smoked marijuana, so those who used to smoke and don't smoke anymore, was actually associated with a higher sperm count. So that seems confusing because we thought from the, from the title, from the main conclusions that oh, marijuana is good for you, uh, increasing marijuana smoking, increased higher sperm count and higher testosterone. But then it's like, oh, they also found that it, those who started later on, maybe let's say, I don't know, those who started 16 years old versus 25 years old, those who started later smoking actually had a lower sperm count. And then on top of that, those who had stopped smoking for every year that they had stopped smoking they actually had a higher sperm count. So now it's confusing and, and we're wondering kind of what the role of marijuana is, if there even is a role. So looking into the article itself, they basically said specifically more intense marijuana use was associated with significantly higher concentrations of testosterone. Later initiation of marijuana had an association with lower sperm count um, and so we kind of went through that. But on the other hand, they were saying that the sperm count concentrations were stronger for past smokers than current smokers. Again, those conclusions that I said. So you can see how they're kind of going back and forth with their conclusions. And the longer time since they used marijuana, actually they had an increased sperm count. And so what they actually said at the end of their article is that in an equally plausible alternate alternate causal structure. So they're saying that we found these conclusions and there's a completely plausible reason why this happened and it has nothing to do with the actual marijuana. They're saying that men with higher testosterone levels could be more likely to engage in risk-seeking behaviors, which it can include marijuana use, cocaine use, and testosterone is positively related to sperm count to the extent that testosterone reflects the normal gonadotropic activity in maintaining testosterone concentrations and sustaining spermatogenesis. So they hypothesize that moderate use of marijuana may be related to improved testicular function, but this relationship at higher doses can result in adverse effects. So basically they think, okay, so because these conclusions don't really make much sense, they're saying that it could be that men who already had high testosterone levels were the ones that were more likely to smoke marijuana uh, because of these quote-unquote risk-seeking behaviors. And then they also said that possibly 
moderate use of marijuana could lead to higher testosterone levels. But once we go beyond moderate use, that actually can have the reverse effect. So all in all, you really can't take a study title the way that it's said. If I was talking to my fertility patients, I would say stop marijuana use, stop cigarette smoking use if you're trying to get pregnant because the evidence doesn't support marijuana use in a beneficial way. And the research that is quote unquote beneficial isn't very convincing. And so there was a study done in 2015, and this was association between the use of marijuana and male reproductive hormones and semen. So in this study, they actually looked at 1,215 young Danish men aged 18 to 28, and they recruited them as a medical examination to determine their fitness for military. And so these participants were to deliver a semen sample. They had blood drawn and they underwent a physical examination. They responded to questionnaires. And again, these self self-done questionnaires that talked about their marijuana use, their recreational drug use over the past three months. So no use once per week or less or more than once per week. And so 45% of these men had smoked marijuana within the last three months. The conclusions were regular marijuana smoking more than once per week was actually associated with a 28% lower sperm concentration, a 29% lower total sperm count. And the combined use of marijuana more than once per week with additional recreational drugs reduced the sperm concentration by 52% and total sperm count by 55%. And so those were their findings. So when they looked at these men, and these were just healthy young men, they found that higher marijuana use was associated with lower sperm count and lower sperm concentration. And so that was the 2015 study. And then in 2006, they looked at THC on human sperm function in vitro. So that means they basically took sperm and they put THC in with sperm and they saw kind of what happened. And they found that it reduced sperm motility significantly and it decreased something called acrosome reaction. And so acrosome reaction is actually the ability of the sperm to fertilize the egg. So that was reduced as well as the motility of the sperm that they put in vitro. So what I would conclude on this topic is that some of the research is done in animal models, so it's hard to tell. A lot of the research is done on sperm in the lab, which isn't the same thing as sperm and what's happening in the human body. A lot of the research depends on self-reporting, and now this is retrospectively looking at our use. And a lot of this research is done in places where marijuana isn't legal or wasn't legal. And so a lot of the self-reporting can be underreported. A lot of the self-reporting can be inaccurate because of a lot of different factors. You could just forget. A lot of people don't remember what they did last week versus how much marijuana have you had over the last three months. It's really hard to say. Some of the research combine factors. So some of the studies I looked at, looked at cigarettes, um, marijuana, and other things. So, I mean, what I would conclude on this topic, like I said, what would need to be done, we would need to do a randomized controlled trial. We would have to have men who smoke marijuana versus men who didn't for a period of time. They would have to be kind of the same health-wise. We'd have to rule out other factors. So whether these are men seeking fertility treatments versus men who aren't, uh, healthy men versus not, we would have to take 
um, the men and we'd have to do a sperm analysis and then we would have them consume or smoke marijuana for a period of time and then we could actually see point A to point B and see how it impacts it. Until then, I would say, again, for my fertility patients, stop smoking marijuana, stop smoking cigarettes, especially three months before you're wanting to conceive in order for the best outcomes because in my opinion, the research really isn't there yet. Um, and yeah, that's kind of my conclusions on that. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out, send me an email, laura at laurapiper.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review so I can continue to give you these episodes and enjoy your day. This has been another episode of Health Hacks with Dr. Laura, a mini episode of the Well Women podcast. Stay tuned for full episodes of the Well Women podcast released every other Monday. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks.